0: Hey guys, welcome to Biomass 114, uh, a little bit of a different show today, we're actually recording on Saturday instead of Sunday because of scheduling issues, so um, you'll be picking up this on the normal time uh, when we uh, get the recording out on iTunes and whatnot, but uh, I will also be hopefully streaming this recording uh, on Sunday if you're listening um, at the usual time, so, so hopefully we'll get that to work out for you, um, but we will still hopefully maintain the Sunday time slot uh, moving forward, it's just kind of this week we had a bit of a hiccup, so... A uh, couple good topics this week. Um, a few things. got Overwatch, some new Nintendo news, Battleborn, uh, Pokemon Go, of course. Uh, we'll probably touch on Evolve a bit, uh, a little bit on Star Wars Battlefront, and uh, we'll see where it goes from there. So let's get started with uh, some introductions at the top of the list with Soraya Zell. I'm Zell. That's all you really need to know. All right, <laughs> go ahead, bait.
1: Bait is AFK real quick. You uh, read the chat. Oh, jeez. He's killing me.
0: Okay. Uh, Livy, go ahead. Uh, and I'm Livy. Y- you guys are killing me. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I
2: could add in shameless plugs, but, you know, I'm just Livy
0: for now. We'll, we'll do shameless plugs later. So uh, We'll get to Bait when he gets back to his computer, but I am Pokey Draven. I am a co-host here on the podcast. I write for the Biomass blog. Uh, I used to play dust five point four when it was a thing, and uh, waiting for whatever CCP manages to get out at some point, hopefully. But that being said, let's uh, let's follow our traditional uh, uh, CCP uh, or the way we used to do the podcast with an update. but uh, this time for overwatch from Surizezel because Surizezel is our uh, resident overwatch expert. so oh wait, wait, wait. Hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bait? Oh, bait bait is back because as usual with you know biomass we are boundless unprofessionalism and we completely botched the introduction so we'll go back to bait with an intro what's up man
2: hey guys what's up my name is bait and i'm doing laundry
0: <laughs> this is the most mundane introduction you guys have ever done.
1: That's, that's what you AFK'd on us for for laundry. Like, like yeah like, yeah should should I give you a better introduction? Because I can.
0: You know the the sad part is no, that your inter- your introduction was actually better than Bait and Livy's
1: combined. So yeah. <laughs> because I just said I'm Zao and Livy said I'm Livy and well I, y- you lose points because your introduction was hey a- and Bait. And then there was silence, and I'm like, actually, it, he said I AFK, hate. and... In my defense, I put AFK in the little you, sidebar. You did. Yeah, he you did.
0: Just, you just shocked on me in the, out of nowhere, and I, I totally yeah, missed sorry. it. So, it's yeah, fine. It's good. fine. Um, but anyways, we're, we're going to go into an Overwatch update with Zell. I know there's some new stuff going on in Overwatch. What's going on with that, man?
1: Yeah, so, um, they uh, announced their their first hero that they're adding to the game after the release of the game, uh, which is um, Anna Amari, Um who is actually uh, Farah's mother, and uh, she is an like an old like she's an old woman with like a kind of wrinkly face and an eye patch, um, and a sniper rifle. So, um, as a the the dubbed nickname for her is Sniper Mom, um, because you know she's the mother of another character in the thing. She has uh, her. Her rifle is actually, like, some sort of biotic rifle, and it can both damage enemies and heal people. So you can actually, there is actually a sniper heal now.
2: So is she, like, officially listed as a support character, or?
1: I, you know, I'm not sure, because she has, um, yes. Yes, she is put in a support role. I just, just, like, I had her page open on my browser, and I said, I don't know, and then I scrolled, and it said in very big text, Roll support. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, but yes.
0: So, have they released, like, what her skills and abilities are going to be, or is it yeah, just kind of Yeah, a... all,
1: all of her abilities are out. Um, she's actually playable on the PTR already, so, um, there are already people playing her and posting up YouTube videos, just not in the real live game.
0: Is PTR, like, a player testing area, or...
1: Uh, yeah, PTR is, um... Uh, public test Realm, which is Blizzard's gotcha. notation for test servers.
0: Very cool. So, sh- do you know when she's coming out? Like, like they officially in the main game?
1: They've not set a date. Um, as with many things, Blizzard, I assume the answer is soon, or um, you know, when they are satisfied that it's a bug-free experience or something. Um, but yeah, she's got her biotic rifle, and again, you uh either do damage or heal allies, and uh, she has a sleep dart, a biotic grenade which also, again, deals damage to enemies and heals allies in a small area. Um, and uh, her kind of ultimate ability is uh, a nano boost that affects one other player and makes them move faster, deal more damage, and take less damage.
0: That's, that seems pretty cool. It reminds me a bit of one of my favorite characters in Battleborn, but we'll get to that later. Kind of a, a hybrid of, of damage and healing in the same thing. It's, that's pretty cool. Now, is, is she going to be free, or is this a paid, paid yes, uh, expansion? Um,
1: Uh, Overwatch doesn't charge anything for heroes and has no intention to ever do so. Um, So yeah, this will just be an update that comes out and adds her to the game.
0: Gotcha, very cool. Alright, well, um, another thing that came out recently, or at least has been announced, uh, is Nintendo is releasing a sort of a, well, we'll call it a new console. It's basically a miniature uh, NES system, for those of you who are old enough to remember. Um, Nintendo Entertainment System, that little gray box with the flip lid in the front. Um, but what they're doing is they are re-releasing like a mini-mini version of that, but instead of cartridges, it's actually pre-loaded with uh, 30 retro games. Um, and I think the whole thing is like 60 bucks. Um, it could interconnect with, uh, I think your Wii modes. It's kind of got. It's got ports for that, but it also comes with a classic NES controller, which you can use to play the game. So it's kind of like one of those plug and play games, but it's uh, obviously in the shape of the old console. And it's it's a bit officially more licensed,
1: not a knockoff. Etc. Right. It, it's um, not an
0: emulator on your computer. It's an official right. Nintendo. No. Uh, the, you know. the thing I wanted yeah.
1: to highlight is that this is an NES effectively that has an HDMI output. Um. So. They they're bringing this thing up to modern standards a bit, um, and the other thing that is uh, distinct is that uh, the classic controllers it comes with are actually um, they connect they have the same connector as the the uh, accessory port on a Wiimote. so you can actually use the classic controllers that you get with this with a Wii or Wii U as well as um, if the games are compatible of course, um, or you can um, you know use a, a a Wii controller on, on this. So yeah, that's the
2: right. N64? Uh, no, NES. NES. Oh, NES. That's Before nice. you were born. Babe, you're, you're, t- you're too young.
1: You're <laughs> no, too no, young. No,
2: no, no, Well, I mean, like, I saw... Okay, I was doing dishes dishes yesterday, and I saw, like, I glanced over at the local news, and I saw something about... it. you do dishes? Do you do
1: dishes, like, every day?
2: Yeah, dude, we eat every day. You You, you so. should. <sighs> I mean, there's three of us <laughs> in the house, so dinner, f- full sync of dishes. But anyway, like I looked over at the TV, and it was like the local news was on, and I saw a new Nintendo console or, so- or something along those lines, right? And then I swear to God, I saw an N64, and I was really confused. I didn't look further into it, though.
0: Uh, I, I haven't heard anything about an N64, but uh, yeah, the, the, it is... I'm pretty sure it was an N64. I'll it, was it, was, it
2: was something old. It was before my time. So.
0: Oh, be- be- <laughs> 64 <1964 laughs> is before his time. That's, how, that's think, how young bait
2: is. I mean, look. <laughs>
0: it, it's actually pretty cool. I'm looking at uh, the packaging, and it actually is very similar to the original packaging when the NES came out. It's kind of got the, the old you know 80s style to it. it, it it's pretty great. It looks like you can actually buy... Um, Another, you know, compatible NES controller for for those two-player games. And like I said before, it it comes prepackaged with the games. I don't think there's actually any cartridges. Um, Nintendo has said there's no way to add new games. You can't connect to the internet to download anything. It is entirely self-contained. You're getting 60 games for 30 bucks with the console to run them on. It's 30, um, games,
1: it's 30 games for I'm, 60 I'm bucks, not 60 right. games for 30 bucks. That'd be a really good deal. But that'd be a really good deal. Not like,
0: it. Yeah, so it's it's still, you know, 2 bucks a game, which I think is is far cheaper than what you can buy um the equivalent cheaper through than virtual the, console, yes. Because they're like 10 bucks or is it 5 in virtual it's, console. whatever
1: it is, it's overpriced as all get out for games that they haven't, you know, like haven't done any work on in, in decades. Right. So, yeah, like
0: the, the list here is um, Balloon Fight, uh, Bubble Bobble, Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Jr., Double Dragon 2 Revenge, Dr. Mario, Excite Bike, uh, Final Fantasy 1, Galaga, Ghosts and Goblins, Gradius, Ice Climbers, Kid Icarus, Kirby's Adventure, Mario Brothers 1, 2, and 3. Kirby. Oh, I got my list. I'm sorry. Um, so, sorry, the original Mario Brothers. Uh, Mega Man 2, Metroid, Ninja Gaiden, Pac-Man, Punch-Out, Star Tropics, Super Sea... uh, Super Mario Brothers one, two, and three, Tech Mobile, The Legend of Zelda, and Legend of Zelda two. So I mean, oh, there's there's some dude. good stuff on there, yeah. there, good classics on there. I, I I might have to pick this one up, um, <laughs> one for for my parents because they they you know grew up around this stuff playing. You know, I usually watched that stage, but uh, they 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 definitely liked it. But there's some you know good classics on there, that you know you could probably find online and download illegally or whatever. But it is kind of cool to have uh, the old classic. Uh, console to play them on, because I I do remember playing on that uh, uh, quite a bit when I was a kid.
2: Until you remember how terrible you've become at playing them.
0: Oh, dude. Like, I remember it was a couple years ago but I went back and played uh, Super Mario World, the first one, and that game was freaking hard. Like, I was like, holy shit, like, this is... This is a lot more challenging. You realize how much games have really gotten dulled down. I mean, you've got games like Dark Souls nowadays, but uh, those old Mario games were freaking intense. I mean, it was it was definitely a different time where you know they they made you work for your win. It wasn't just a you know save point every five seconds like you usually see now. I'm sorry, babe, I cut you off earlier when I was like reading that, no, that gee, list I, off. No, What's up, man? No, I
2: was going to ask you what the, the games were. Oh yeah, yeah. Man, Kirby. I like Kirby. I I probably. I'm tempted to pick that up it's
0: you know it's a pretty good deal like yeah. Zell said that it's a lot cheaper than, than what you see in a virtual console which is yeah. um, if you own a Wii you can buy the classic games on to play on your Wii um, but they're really pricey they're like you know oh, yeah. you know w- way more than two dollars so this is definitely worth it even if it's got a handful I mean it's it's tiny too like it's not as big as the original console it probably fits probably in the a little bit larger than like a, a good sized hand but uh oh yeah, yeah so it's coming out uh, November eleventh, and again, it's it's for sixty dollars, and it's got thirty games in it. It's it's pretty cool. So uh, you know, I'm I'm pretty much looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a, probably a good Christmas gift. Uh, yeah, Given the timing,
2: absolutely. would like to go back though and correct myself. The N sixty four is not before my time.
0: When did the N sixty four come out?
2: Uh ninety six in North America, I think. I closed the tab.
0: Okay. So it's about a year after my brother was born, so uh, it's not even before him. But uh, you know, the, the, those are the golden ages, honestly. Like, like, Nintendo had some really, really good games that in that era. I remember, if you list off my favorite uh, Nintendo games, most of them end up being on N sixty four. Like, they just everything they printed back then was was golden. So it would be kind of fun to actually see uh, something similar. Uh, Later on the line for like an N64, you know, prepackaged emulator sort of deal. I mean, it's. They were still cartridges back then, so you can easily fit this crap on, on, you know, an actual hard disk. So, yeah. It's doable. All right, moving forward, uh, we've got. Overwatch is getting that update, and Battleborn um, is also getting an update with three new maps for uh, all three of their their PVP game modes. Um, they still haven't released any of their paid DLC yet. It's still all free updates, and in like Overwatch, all the characters and maps are free. Um, they don't want to have any segregation like that. Um, so that that's pretty cool. There was a stream recently. If you're a Battleborn player, you can go look it up on uh, Gearbox's uh, YouTube channel. I think they've got a, uh, a recording of the stream they did, kind of showing off the new maps, and they kind of went through and explained a lot of the things they learned from uh, previous maps and and the issues those had because uh, for those of you who don't play uh, they actually had to go back and edit a lot of the geometry in some of the original maps because of the way people were playing was completely breaking the way that the game modes was, was supposed to be handled, so they had to go back and change that, so in these new maps they are explaining, you know, we did this, this, and this because, you know, we learned that, you know, you have to do this, otherwise you have imbalance in it. So, you know, they're, they're making progress there. And uh, on top of that, I think kind of around, around the same time with the new maps is kind of this overhaul on uh, all the characters, so uh, Battleborn started with 25 characters, and they added a, a 26th, which was Alani. Um, and they are going through, and I think they are at least changing like 23 of them um, in some way. Some of which are getting a complete overhaul, um, simply because they weren't really viable, or they were only viable in really specific situations. So um, I won't go too much into the details, but you know, it's basically they're kind of going through and going, okay, now we've taken all of this data we've gotten, and you know, these characters are underperforming, these are overperforming, and and they're doing a lot of you know. Pretty substantial tweaks to a couple of them, and you know <laughs> I'm a little concerned. Um, you know, as we've seen with you know your guys' experience with Dust, you know, when you have big sweeping changes over a wide swath of, of uh, the game, you, you can sometimes make it much worse than you started with. So we'll we'll see. I mean, they haven't released a lot of numbers on, on what they're doing, so I'm not sure how substantial these changes are. But we'll we'll have to see how that goes. Um, I, I'm I'm pretty excited because one of my favorite characters, which is uh, Umbra. Uh, she fights by putting these little sunspots on the ground, and they will heal allies and damage enemies that are in the area. So it's kind of like that new character that uh, they they brought into, into Overwatch, but she's being completely redone in how she she operates. So I'm kind of excited for that. I'm going to see how they uh, how they change her up and in how viable she is. Because before you had to do some really weird stuff to get her to actually be useful. Um, <laughs> Despite my stubbornness to play as her, it was still pretty frustrating. So I'm I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing if they if they bring her back to to where she used to be before they nerfed her like twelve times in a row because of issues. So I'm looking forward to that. My my brother is going absolutely ecstatic. He's the battle fanatic, and uh, so he's he's definitely looking forward to that too as well. Uh, so we, you know, we, <laughs> like, like we said last week, we, we talked pretty extensively and, and bait wasn't around for it, but, uh, Pokemon go obviously is a thing. And, uh, there's a, a lot of new, <laughs> as we said last week, we'll probably be reporting on this repeatedly because, uh, the shenanigans going around Pokemon go is it's, it's pretty funny, um, and, and positive in some, in some regards. So it looks like between when the game released and now Nintendo stock has increased by 25%. Which is absurd. Like it's gone, it's spiked way up. Um, even though the fact that Nintendo doesn't actually make much profit off the game because a lot of it goes to the Pokemon company and to the developer of the actual app. Um, the, the name escapes me right now. So Nintendo's not actually making Niantic. a lot of money. Niantic, that's right. So Nintendo's not actually making a lot of money off the game, but their stock is still skyrocketing. So I, you know, good for them um, I think the their net worth went up by like 7.5 billion or something like that like it's 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 nuts um, because of the stock changes and whatnot on 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 how it's it's affected their uh, their company so I mean it's you know good for them I mean this uh, I mean, me personally this thing exploded way more than I I possibly anticipated I expected it to be you know kind of a cool thing that people hopped on but it's it's been absolutely nuts the number of people that are playing this thing <laughs>
1: All I, I have I to say it. is that uh, I figured i, I didn't know because I haven't played this game. Um, but I, I guess there's a thing where you um you can turn Pokemon you don't want into candy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, and I—I I, like I—I I didn't know about this, and the moment I heard about it, the first thing—and I hadn't seen any of this about it because other people have figured this out. But I can't see anything different than the fact that there is actually like some machine somewhere that grinds up your poor defenseless EVs and to turn into candy oh, No, no dude. Yes.
2: no yes no it's and like they're... you're it's like you're training it it's like no you're, you're, no
1: yeah. what, do,
2: what do you think the, the no, professor's
1: not... gonna do with that many zubats he doesn't want them <laughs> no, he grinds like, them I up love... and turns them <laughs> into candy wait so I, there a- are actually there are actually comics and and little short cartoon videos that have been done about this um i I will share them with you bait so that your the game oh, can be ruined for no. you but uh wait so yeah. does
2: this does this make the little pokemon uh like cannibals when you feed them the candy to the law God damn it does
1: no, uh, no. yes.
0: I, my, my, as my brother described it, he is, "I have to sacrifice all these Pokemon to our overlord, overlord uh, Oak, or or whatever the, the 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 professor's name is." And then went on to describe oh. in, in great detail this Minecraft-style, you know, Pokemon processor where it would oh. basically breed them in a uh, cage and then grind them up and spit out, you know, these these candies that would then would be then sold to to players so they can level their Pokemon. through not that zone. Wait, wait, no. click, <laughs> click the link. Oh. Click the
1: link, Bait! No, <laughs> but that's that. You, you gotta link that on the uh, the blog post, and so this goes. I, I will. The I, will to, I will. Um, I will link both of them. I'm gonna put another link in here too. Oh yes, it's four hundred four. Woohoo! Oh. Seriously though, yeah, like, the
2: professor's it. like, I have some magic candy in my van. <laughs> <laughs> Oh,
0: it's my so gosh. Real. Well, and the only thing worse than, you know, sacrificing your Pokemon into, you know, a, a massive Minecraft-style breeding pen, which then grinds them up and processes them into candy, is playing Pokemon Go and yet again finding another dead body. Um, <laughs> I think you, you were the one that, that told me about Bezel, that, Someone else yes, Yep, is, there's another was,
1: dead body found by a Pokemon Go player. Pokemon? Um Yep. I thought e- the first one was a hoax. No, it no, wasn't. they're, they're both. Oh, dead. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, and, it's solving uh, crimes for people, but... Yeah, well, it, they're solving crimes, sure, but so here's the other problem, is that uh, not solving crimes are the four NYPD officers under investigation <laughs> for playing Pokemon Go on, <laughs> on the clock.
2: See, they, they have the best... Uh, uh, they're, they're in the best position as far as I'm concerned to do that. I mean, you think about it, right? They go all over the city, and there's just Pokemon everywhere.
0: Yeah, but you're being paid to do your job that you're currently not doing because you're catching a Pikachu. <laughs> like there's
2: there's that whole
0: that whole nasty work ethic problem that they're they're dealing with.
2: <laughs> but it was
1: rare.
0: Oh my god, I, 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 there was a picture I saw online of a guy who was at a stoplight, um, and he looks over and takes a picture of the cop next to him playing Pokemon Go while driving his car at a stoplight. <laughs> like he was just like, guys, come on. <laughs> We we actually had an email go out at our office, and I work at a, at a solar company, so we install solar panels on, on people's roofs. And uh, we had an email go out saying, you know, reminding everyone that you are here to work and you're getting paid for your work. You're not getting paid to play Pokemon Go. Because apparently uh, someone was on the job site um, installing solar panels and decided to get off the roof and then wander down the street because they found something they wanted to go catch. While, you know, the homeowner's standing there going, uh, guys... <laughs> So it's it's becoming a problem where people are just kind of not doing their job because they're catching Pokemon.
2: Like, it's it's crazy. I had to explain Pokemon because of my mom. Was it yesterday, I guess? That was weird.
1: Did did you look at the two two links, bait? I looked at the one, and I. Uh, damn. <laughs> dude, other ones,
2: that... the,
1: the other one's only a minute, but you, you should watch I'm not, it.
2: I'm not watching that video. Screw that, should, dude. Should, I watched should... the I, I looked at the comic. That shit's dark, dude. That's that's <laughs> the game. That's no. what you're doing. No, it's like, not. I'm not uh, listening to you. We
0: we gotta wait for Peta to get a hold of this because Peta has already made multiple claims against Pokemon because it's oh, encouraging God, people I to enslave animals and fight them.
2: Oh, dude. Because, I saw...
0: you know no, we dude. have to fight for the rights of digital animals, right?
2: <laughs> dude. On top of that, I saw I've been getting uh, a few of those uh, clips of like those those far I guess right uh, like christian preachers are like oh pokemon satanic it teaches kids to uh like pocket demons i love those. <laughs> please keep sending me those guys i love them so much <laughs> doom go
0: <laughs> doom go what <laughs> yeah there's
1: there's, there's 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 like pictures of like i've seen this for a couple of things like um i've seen fallout go as a as I, I joke a i saw that is, one yeah, it's the same sort of thing. You, just, you have this little, little kid running away from the his- From a <laughs> claw. <cloth. laughs> Seriously, like, Doom Go could, like,
2: use your camera and transform the surroundings into hell? Just go around Oh my me? god.
0: I, I wouldn't want to deal with that shit. That's bad enough on a TV. <laughs> I, I actually saw that someone has, um, and I, I don't know if it's Microsoft that did it or someone just got a hold of a prototype, but, you know, Microsoft's HoloLens, they actually hooked up Pokemon Go to the HoloLens, so now it's... Projecting the Pokemon Go through the HoloLens and they're looking oh, around dude, the room we're... like, yeah, like that That shit's cool, man. That's legit. <laughs> and that actually makes it feel a little bit better because at least you're not, you know, looking down at a phone. You're actually, like, looking up mm, in your surroundings shit. through a clear glass rather than, you know, through a screen. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I mean, uh, what's the other one? Some girl was playing the game and wandered off into the street and got ran over by a car. And she oh, didn't die. God. She just got scraped up really, really badly. And, uh, I think Livy's interpretation is different, but the mother was basically saying, oh, it's, it's that damn game's fault, I shouldn't have <laughs> let her play that game. And I'm like, but you, you, and so what you should have done is taught your daughter not to you know, walk into a street this without that looking where she's we, going.
1: This was that topic we talked on yes, last week about parenting. Yeah. Oh, you guys about parenting? Uh-huh. Oh, dear. <laughs> that is, it's, we, it's we, okay. We, only, we could only talk about parenting last week because the kids weren't in the show. <laughs> oh, burn. Okay. Damn. I-
0: <laughs> But yeah, seriously, like, this is an example of the crap that pisses me off where it's like, let's demonize the game because we don't want to teach our kids valuable lessons, Uh like actually look before you walk into a a street full of cars. (laughs) like come on people this is this is ridiculous like it's i mean we we already said like yesterday last week it's gonna be bad where people are gonna start getting killed because they're wandering into the street or falling off bridges or something like that because they're not looking where they're going because they're playing pokemon go and it's 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 pretty ridiculous I think what's more disturbing is the fact that people love playing this game so much that they will go out of their way to not play the game. Like one guy realized that he can put his phone on a record player and it will spin around the record player slowly and that counts as movement so he could get you know credit for, for walking around. Um, one guy put his phone in a plastic sandwich bag and then built an elaborate pulley system that would basically uh, suspend and swing his phone across his living room back and forth endlessly to get credit for walking. Like, I, you, you have to imagine these, these guys at the Pokemon Company going... Okay, we made a game that's really popular. It's getting people out of the house, and we're, we're glad because it's healthy. They're moving around, and they
2: see this shit and go, "Guys, really?" <laughs> like, it's just helping us find the future engineers. They work that hard. Dude, to do right? Nothing. Reminds me of the guy who put his. Um, I think he mirrored his phone's display on his computer and put his his actual phone on the drone. Yeah, started flying around. Saw that one on Reddit. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, so he was playing the game. From a drone flying around the neighborhood catching Pokemon from the air, like, like admittedly clever, like that—that's probably the most clever one because he's actually playing the game. But like the guy on the record player, like really, <laughs> His phone's just going in circles, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm doing really good. I earned this. I I put a lot of thought into this. You know, I I, I put forth zero actual physical effort and still got all the reward for it."
2: I guess, man.
0: It, it reminds me of, uh, cause for a while I was playing battleborn tap, which is a, uh, a companion app. We'll, we'll call it that for, for battleborn on, on PS4 or whatever. And, uh, it's basically, you've got your little Battleborn, and they shoot the enemies, and they keep doing this even when your phone is... Even when the game's not open, they just basically keep shooting the enemies. But you can speed up the process by tapping the screen repeatedly. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a stupid game. Like, there's there's really not much to it. Um, but so you can tap the screen. The faster you tap, the, you know, the more damage it does, and you can get through the levels faster to level up to some infinite level that doesn't matter but people actually were installing apps which would trick the phone into believing it was being tapped at like 9,000 times a second because, because. a game that plays itself you need to cheat to make it play itself faster like <laughs> this crap is, is is ridiculous I love America dude uh, I, I don't think it's America I think gamers are just lazy <laughs> as shit sometimes <laughs> But yeah, the, the, the Pokemon go, it's <laughs> it's if anything, um amusing. So to watch violent and cruel. It, it, it is, oh, no. in fact, enslaving animals, and then the ones that are too weak, you grind them up and turn them into sugary candies, which then you feed to their brothers and sisters, not be- understanding that, indeed, they are eating their, their own siblings. So, you know, it's it's I, I see potential here for, like, a really messed up fan fiction. Um, no, like, I, I think it should stop. be a thing. It should actually stop. be like a fan-made movie um, that they can, you know, the, the actual the dark side of Pokemon Go and what's really just, going on behind the scenes. watch, ah.
1: watch the video I, I see. Okay, nope. when you get a moment, it'll. it will take, take, take a of look.
0: It. Yeah, it's basically be like Soylent Green, but you know, with Pokemon. It it should be a thing. I, I kind of want that to be a, an actual parody.
1: I actually, I, when I posted that, I was like, "Wait a minute, is this what's really happening here?" And uh, yeah, some someone responded with Soylent Pink is Pokemon. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. You guys are the worst.
2: Here I was having a good time walking around the, rest of the day catching freaking Pokemon. Well, and I now mean. I'm-
1: You've ru- ruined it, What's left I now? I can't childhood. ever turn into
2: Pokemon. I have limited spaces. Well, I, I mean, you can. So yeah, I, I guess you're screwed. You, you your uh, rare candies. Okay.
0: Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, bait.
2: Man, I suck. <laughs>
0: okay. uh, so yeah, we'll we'll continue to to cover Pokemon Go. I mean, it's it, this stuff
2: pretty much writes itself. It's it's pretty funny. Um, i will watching say, everything. I'll say one last thing about that. I do like how it's bringing people together. Like oh, I've, yeah. I've seen that. Like I know just here locally. Um, we, we've had, um, I think there was a story on the news about it, how, you know, people are just like convening downtown and getting to know each other over, over Pokemon Go. So you'll have a group of, you know, five or 10 strangers or they're just walk around the city, you know, acting like they've known each other for freaking ever. And then, you know, you find out, oh, they're here because of the game. So that's probably the coolest part.
0: Yeah, I, I mentioned in the show last week that they had a massive meetup of like sixteen hundred people at a kind of a, a pretty popular place uh, near where I live, and uh, so they they all grew, gathered together with the intention to drop lures to basically mass, you know, attract a bunch of Pokemon so everyone could benefit from it. It was it was oh, pretty cool. Nice. Um, one cool thing I did see um, kind of a, a little image online I said, hey, if you have extra lures, why don't you go to your nearby children's hospital and drop them in the area so all the kids in the hospital who are just sitting there have, you know, they'll, they'll benefit from because they're, 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 they're probably playing yeah. it, but you know, it's it, it's just stuff like that where it's like, oh, it's, that's kind of cool, you know, you can a couple bucks and you can kind of, you know, lighten someone's day up and, and help them out a bit. I mean, it's it, it's it's stuff like that that actually makes this all pretty cool, I mean, so despite the, the humor of, of, you know, finding corpses and and not doing your job there is quite a bit of good stuff going on so I, I will applaud it for that Uh, So another thing uh, we mentioned last week, the uh, Evolve, the game Evolve went free to play on PC and we we joked about it going from, you know, uh, 150 concurrent players to like, you know, 22,000 or whatever. Um, Apparently there are now uh, a million registered users that are are playing Evolve on on PC and it it seems to actually be, um, I haven't dug too deep into the reviews, but it does seem that it has improved quite a bit. Um, and it sounds like, uh, from from the sounds of it, you can actually unlock all of the previous, you know, paid content uh, by playing. It's just obviously faster if you pay for it. So it's it is kind of that classic free to play model. where you're not kind, locked kind of out like, of
1: anything. But you yeah, know. kind of like when I got the really cheap Rainbow Six Siege, you could still get all the starter stuff. You just had to work for it.
0: Exactly. And and you know, it, 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 like like I said, the game felt like a free to play game from the get go. So. I, you know maybe it's it's finally doing what it should have been doing all along, so I haven't had a chance to pick that up, but uh, I figured it was probably worth mentioning that it actually is doing pretty well. And looking at some of the gameplay trailers, it looks like there's a lot of new stuff that I, I didn't recognize, so uh, I, I do need to, to download that and give it a shot because I think that's that's pretty cool to see a game that kind of you know it seems to have successfully re- rebooted itself. You know, I'm not always the hugest fan of free to play um i i typically prefer like a, just a paid game or a paid subscription if it's supported properly but uh you know if, if it works and it's done well i, I certainly don't mind free to play so i'll i'll download that and give it a shot because uh, it, it does uh, it does look interesting so another thing that uh did pop up is that uh I do not own uh, Star Wars Battle Battlefront. I, I did not enjoy the beta, so I didn't, I didn't purchase it. But it looks like their fourth plan DLC um, is in fact going to be a tie-in to the Rogue One movie coming out later this year. So that is pretty interesting. I, I almost wonder if they're going to try to approach it as a uh, we're going to add DLC content uh, as the movies and content come out to tie it in to kind of expand the, the experience of the game. Because I know that they said initially that the reason they rush the game is because they wanted to get it out in time for the movie, and that's why they didn't have much content in it. Which is, you know, a bunch of BS if you ask me. I mean, I'm sure they were they they probably were rushed, but it's 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 crap that they were asked to do that. I think that's that's pretty dumb. But you know, it, it is interesting to see them kind of try to take it um from the perspective of you know we're going to expand it as new content comes out, especially since they're kind of doing this every two years is the major movie, and then in between you know they've got this little mini flick like like the Rogue One uh movie. So that's that looks pretty interesting. I forget, did either of you guys pick up uh, Battlefront, or did we all kind of <laughs> say, no, say no to that one?
1: Nope. Uh, yeah. I and saw it, the reviews and passed. It,
0: it, it was pretty lackluster. Um, I, I haven't followed it. They've, they've updated much, but I, I think for the most part, they've just added paid uh, maps and, and campaign stuff, which, you know, you can add as much maps and, and storyline as you want to a game that's got a bland gameplay, and uh, it's not gonna you want to play. It was just, the, the beta just kind of killed it for me, which is a real shame, because I was looking forward to it, and it just, eh, I, I couldn't justify it, especially, you know, with limited time to play games now, you gotta be selective, and this just did not meet, meet the bar for me, but I, I will say it is interesting to see them try to at least keep up with the story in a way that, that makes sense, so that, you know, it, it kind of complements the movies as they come out, you know.
2: That game has a campaign,
0: uh you know i don't know <laughs> i oh. i think it does to an extent well, in the beta there was a like a co-op sort of thing that was going on yeah, so, so i i, I, guess, I guess so I- it's a real shame because, I mean, like, I, I, I was never really... I enjoyed Star Wars, but I wasn't really a Star Wars lore buff. I just kind of, you know, I saw the movies and, and played a couple of the games. But looking into it a little bit more with, with recent, you know, re-releases of stuff, you know, th- there's a lot of really cool lore tied up in Star Wars. And a lot of it gets retconned and whatnot. But, you know, especially with, like, uh, with uh, Star Wars Rebels and, and Star Wars Clone Wars, you know, the, the animated flicks that came out, um, there's a lot of really... Deep stuff that you don't get in the movies, and you know, they could have really taken their time and and you know dove into that with with Battlefront. I think it would have yeah, been man. you know really really good the stuff they could have pulled off with it.
2: Some of those like like you were saying, how deep they were. I mean, you know, I I feel like some people just write out, oh, it's an animated series; it's not all that deep. It's 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 pretty deep story wise and character development. Fantastic. Oh,
0: oh yeah, like I, I I haven't watched the entirety of. uh of uh clone wars but like from what i did see and my my brother has seen everything and we've talked about it in in length before and it's that's really good like it's it's really really good like a lot better than some of the movies (laughs) so you know there's a lot of backstory that you just don't get from the movies and you know some people may not want to read the books and not even all the books are accurate but you know uh, clone wars is considered canon i think rebels is considered canon Um, so I mean, all of that is within the mythos of of what you're seeing moving forward, so it's really worth it Um, if I had more time I'd go back and actually watch Clone Wars in its entirety, because it was really, really solid stuff, and it was good to see um, a lot of the character development that you don't get because the movies time skip a lot Um, particularly between like 3 and 4, there's obviously a a, a very large swath of time, and then that's kind of where Rebels comes in, it's Kind of, I, I believe it's it's moving from movie three to movie four, and um, you, you kind of fill in that empty space, which is is really useful. So, you know, uh, and obviously Rogue One fills in the gap um, between you know four, I think it's four and five, where they're they're stealing the death. Or no, sorry, Rogue One is before episode four. four, right? Yeah. that's yeah, right. Because sure. that, it's them stealing the Death Star plans. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 cool stuff. There's, there's a lot to go off of, and they just kind of fell flat with it, which is a real shame. But uh, I, I wish there was some more, uh, a better medium that I would actually want to indulge in that uh, to to, to kind of get that storytelling. But it's it's not going to happen with with Battlefront, unfortunately. But you know, say the bee.
2: I know for a fact that there are a few other Star Wars games in development right now, so Google, um, they will get some of that.
0: I, that is true. They, they've got the uh, the TIE Fighter VR experience, and I think that's coming to Battlefront. I'm not sure if that's like a side expansion or if that's going to be able to be purchasable as its own thing. I hope it's its own thing, because that would be really cool. I remember playing the uh, Rogue Wing games back in the day, and, and having that in VR would be really badass.
2: I know uh, Visceral, I'm pretty sure they, they're the people who did Dead Space, are working on a uh, an action game as well.
0: Is that the is is that the VR lightsaber one or is that something else? No,
2: that's something else. I think it's good. It's a third person shooter.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a a multitude of of paths they could take with this, and I I do hope that we see more of it because Star Wars is a, is a fun it's a fun universe, and like I said, I've played a couple of the games in the past, and they've all been really enjoyable. So, you know, I'd like to see more of it. Just it's probably not going to be Battlefront, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I really wanted to like Battlefront. I mean, I played, I put so many hours into into Battlefront two specifically. Mm-hmm. So I was, I was yep. really watching this one and was like, okay, I hope it's good. And then, <laughs> well, I I will say the game
0: is is gorgeous. Like it's probably one of the, the best looking games on the market right now. It's just the oh, gameplay yeah. is just crap, unfortunately. Um... Uh, so I I will I will take my my. Uh, every once in a while i take a dig at star citizen um apparently someone uh, actually went and appealed uh they, they purchased content through star citizen um which still isn't really released yet and uh they, they appealed to the attorney general of california i believe and uh basically they pressured um robert space industries uh, into issuing a $2500 uh, refund for content purchased uh through their their kind of their early adopter program in uh, exchange for a
1: perma ban but you know
0: well, yeah, but he, if you're asking for a refund, you, you probably aren't going to, you know, play the game anyway.
1: So I don't know. A couple of years from now, he may feel real, real jealous.
0: Or just gets a new computer and a different card, but
1: yeah. and a different credit card na- number and a just name have his and girlfriend and signed up for him. It's not a big deal. Credit cards.
0: You know, either way, though, it's it, it's I have to laugh that you know it's it's been what two years since the original release date and the game's not out yet. Uh, and the fact that someone actually spent $2,500 on the game and they, at least they got a refund for it. Eh? You know Denny uh,
1: spent more on Dust.
0: You know that. Uh, uh, well, it's because Denny basically funded entire updates of Dust by himself. Like, I I, I don't even want to know the ridiculous amounts that he spent. Didn't we have one guy on the show that said he spent like over $1,000 that he started playing after FanFest 2014?
2: Oh, no, poor guy. Uh,
0: and, and then he was upset because they're moving to PC, and the, the, the thought was, you know, if you hadn't spent that money, you could have taken it and bought a PC with it, and you wouldn't have an issue. You know, it, it's, it's... There's some of these whales that buy, you know, the, the content these free-to-play games is, is crazy. Obviously, Star Citizen's not free-to-play, but...
1: I mean, in most <laughs> cases, if you're spending that kind of money, it's because you really actually can't afford it. and uh, the, Hopefully, yes. I mean, the thing is, is, like... So crowdfunding is not something people should do if they're planning to like do something like go to the Attorney General because you didn't get your stuff. Crowdfunding is like gambling on stuff you want. Um and by th- the chances are by the time you get it, you won't want it. Um my f- one of the ones is that uh a friend of mine uh backed like this like power outlet USB thing where you set your USB on top of the your phone on top of the uh power outlet outcropping effectively and that was a thing um, and he backed it and then by the time he got it there was USB type C there was quick charge 3.0 there are all these new specs for different you know the way phone charges work it doesn't work with his phone and the thing is is you know like people are finding out they backed stuff like coin and stuff and uh, now EMV chips are a thing and a lot of these weird like digital card things don't support that stuff. And that's just, that's the nature of crowdfunding. You're taking a huge risk. And, you know, this guy wasn't necessarily entitled to a refund. He got one. Um, the uh, our RSI actually said, uh, um, nevertheless, having reviewed your complaints interactions with our customer service agents, we have determined that it is in our also in our interest to terminate his participation in our fundraising community. We are therefore agreeing to close com- the cl- complainant's account permanently and we will issue a refund.
2: Makes me wonder what RSI is doing with all that money that they've gotten.
1: They're paying like six different game studios, which they have.
2: They have still Oh, wow.
1: They're, they're on like three different continents. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Star
0: Citizen is absurd in the amount of overhead they've got going yeah. yeah. on.
2: Wait. It's a great
1: way to get a vacation to whatever continent you want. Yeah, on, is just there. to have an I, office on each one.
2: Well, but like... Wait, each of their offices on a different continent? No, it's an
1: exaggeration.
0: Oh. But I mean imagine it's like CCP having their their different studios, you know, they've got Shanghai and Atlanta and obviously uh, UK and then Iceland of course, you know, they they are spread out to a degree, you know. Um, <laughs> like I said it's like a free a free uh, uh, you know, vacation out there like a, a couple weeks ago I think uh, Hilmar posted a a 3 a 360 um, picture of the break room at Shanghai. He was had it on a little boonstick or whatever. So you could, you know, put on your VR goggles and you could actually look around, you know, the break room at C D P Shanghai. So it's it's pretty cool. But you know, obviously it it's they are spread out, but it's just I think in this case it's a bit different because they're all working on the same game. Is that is that correct, Zell? Uh yeah, but I mean they're all working on different parts. Right, I mean, it's different different facets, but it's all for the same you know the same title, which is a little bit different. But you know, it's it is pretty crazy how how big this is, and I and I, I will admit I, I give Star Citizen a lot of a lot of shit just because I I know it irritates Zell, and and you should always try to irritate Zell. But um, it is a, a huge undertaking. I, I do wish they had you know a, a, a bit more of a quicker turnaround, but I you know it's it, it is what it is. Um, I think if you're spending Two thousand five hundred dollars on a Kickstarter for a video game—you're insane. Um, you know, calculated risk on Kickstarter is obviously a reasonable thing, but that—that's a lot of money to uh, to risk on a, a Kickstarter. I know there's a, a car coming out that uh, it's a three-wheel three-wheeled vehicle called the Elio, um, and you could put money down on it um, as part of a Kickstarter to try to raise funds to to, to build the car. And uh, it could range from a hundred to a thousand dollars, and, and the final price of the car is going to be like seven grand. Like it's it's a really cheap, lightweight vehicle. It's got you know really good fuel efficiency, and so you know I put hundred bucks down on it because you know why not? Let's, let's give it a shot. And you, you get like one hundred fifty percent of what you put down off the car, so it was you know you got a bit of a discount. But you know, Are you people- gonna buy this car? Uh, we'll we'll see how the safety test comes back. I mean, it's it's kind of a it's up in a seven thousand
1: dollar car. You're not getting a you know a, a Mercedes here.
0: No, no. It's 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 a two seater car. It's like one person in front of the other. It's it's goofy as hell. But uh, you know we'll we'll see how the safety
1: ratings and, come and back. And but you put a hundred dollars on this? Yeah. Okay. I I I, Wait. I think weirder of you than I think of this. The, the so actually, see, some is people beer. put
2: more. I think a hundred bucks was like hundred is the minimum. Change. Yeah, but. We're, we're, uh, uh,
0: go ahead. $100 on a car is not as absurd as $2,500 on a digital spaceship, Sal. I mean, come on. <laughs> At least I actually get something that <laughs> I can not, use to go somewhere. Are, are,
1: like, are you committing to buy the car or committing to no. just be out the money? You're, you're, you're committing
0: to be out the money Um, if you choose not to. And actually, you could either do the like $100 non-refundable or the $100 refundable, but if you did the non-refundable, you got a t-shirt and a bumper sticker assumption. I said, what the hell? You know, we'll, we'll give it a shot. Um... My my point is it's been they've pushed back the release date a lot because they haven't gotten the funding to actually you know finalize what they need to do, but you know it, it is a calculated risk, and it's one of those things where it's like, well, if it's a, a shit show, then i'm I'm part of the shit show, but you know hundred bucks is is not nearly as painful as, as seeing you know twenty five hundred go out the window,
2: you know so when you buy the car when it comes out, I want you to wear the shirt, take a picture of you in the car with flicking off the camera. And then you can send that to Zell.
0: Well, it, it'll be the last picture I take because it'll probably, you know, fall apart on the freeway saying, at, yeah, at, we, at sixty-five miles an hour. Wasn't
2: there a thing about like 3 wheeled motorcycles or something that they stopped making them because they were dangerous or something?
0: Well, it's not that I, they I, were dangerous. I, 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 I mean, I there's could be wrong, but the,
2: I remember something the, like that.
0: There's another 3 wheeled vehicle out which does sell, but it's a, it's a, like a much higher end. You know, it's more of a an expensive toy for for rich people. But the issue is, is that a car is a four-wheeled vehicle anything less than that is considered a motorcycle um so uh, technically a 3 wheel car even though it has you know it's fully enclosed with seat belts and airbags it could be argued that it's not actually a car and it's really a motorcycle and thus could be subject to motorcycle helmet laws and other stuff like that. So the issue is that they had to go through and get legislation to, you know, put in an actual classification for the vehicle being an auto cycle, I think is the term they they ended up with but it's it's basically to classify it as a car but it's not actually a car because it has three wheels but it's not really a motorcycle so there's it's it it was an issue in some states not in others um but that that, that might have been some of the, the hold up on on previously uh on previous three-wheel vehicles but yeah this this one is is kind of its own thing it's not actually a car or, or a motorcycle it's somewhere in between in terms of uh how the law sees it but regardless um you know, it, it, that's just the, the nature of Kickstarters, that, you know, there's a chance that things are going to get pushed back and it, it could end badly. It's just a matter of how much you want to gamble for the reward. And, and, you know, in my opinion, for a, a video game, regardless of how cool it is, is probably not worth twenty five hundred dollars of a risk. You know, hundred bucks for a car. I'll I'll buy into that just to see how it goes. You know, just to, to be part of it. And I'll admit, I've put money down on Star Citizen as well, but it was like forty five bucks. You know, for a like the most basic shit package or whatever. Because I figure if the whole thing, like I said, if it goes to hell in a handbasket, at least I can say I was part of it. You know, um, and then laugh at those who who put a lot down a lot more. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's 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 kickstars, and unfortunately, you've got a lot of bad Kickstarters or ones that go south really quick. I know there was a game recently that came out where or was it was in development and the uh, lead art designer decided to leave and go to a different company and start, as, or start his own company or whatever. The issue is, is that they were stupid and allowed the lead art designer to retain 100% of the rights for the art assets. So once he left, they weren't legally allowed to use the art assets. So the game was almost done. He jumped ship and and now they have nothing. And it was a game that required, you know, the art was the, the, the main focal point. So now they're still, everyone's like, okay, so the game's ready, right? And they're like, we kind of have to start over because we were stupid. And, and, and that kind of stuff happens. And unfortunately, it gives the good Kickstarters a bad name. But unfortunately, there's a lot of really bad ones. So, you know, you, you really got to kind of got to gauge the risk you're willing to take and how much you actually want to put down on it, you know, for, for what you're getting in the end your research guys don't be stupid yeah biomass tip of the day don't be stupid on kickstarters <laughs> so we how much do money a- have you put should, down star citizens though
1: we should do a kickstarter we <laughs> do <laughs> <the best laughs> money. um i would not say it is significantly less than uh it is significantly less than mr 2500
0: is it over a thousand
1: i don't i don't believe so no
0: okay well, you're you're only a little insane, but not not completely insane. So I'll I'll give you a pass on that
1: one. I'm pretty sure I spent more on Dust than I've spent on Star Citizen. Uh, yeah,
0: I spent more on Dust than I care to know, much less admit. But it certainly wasn't pushing a thousand dollars. It was probably probably closer to like five hundred at the end of the day. But considering I played the game for like four or five, however long it was, since you know early closed beta, you know I got my money's worth out of it. So I'll. I'll and the uh, forum version is still that. going. The form, the form version is is still going. Um, no, no suicide notes this this week's. So that's good, I guess. Hopefully, people are doing okay with their dust withdrawals. But you know that that whole
2: yeah, debacle. Those, those forums are so bad. I logged on today, and it's like there's nothing going on. It's just stale and boring, dude.
0: Well, there was the one guy that was saying that the uh, Nova on PS4 is confirmed because <laughs> if you have, like, the, the the old, old version of the PS4 and you've avoided all updates since then, you could somehow hack into it and put Linux on it and then run Steam on the Linux. And That's the original technically...
1: PS3, not the original PS4. Uh,
0: okay, well, there, there was he had some... It was all BS, but you know, completely ridiculous. But, you know, of course, it, it comes out as dust or nova on ps4 confirmed so it's that kind of shit like it's i i log in for my you know amusement that you the level you see like a car wreck is you know it's 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 horrible but you keep looking um and that's kind of where the form warrior situation is on for dust right now but uh yeah
2: i want somebody to start like a test rpg of a dust battle on the forums
0: like, like for a, role a role playing, playing? thing
2: yeah, yeah yeah
0: oh my gosh don't don't give hinox any ideas it'll turn Rinox, to a. do it no, it'll turn into a mass orgy, and I don't think. <laughs> see, see, uh, li- 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 hasn't been ex- has never experienced the Hynox. Oh uh, my uh, god! Yeah, there's there's a guy named Hynax on, on on Dust, and he basically would take various people or, or figures from around the Dust community or, or developers and put them into uh, very detailed hardcore gay gay fan fiction where they're basically oh, just yeah. My. <laughs> Yeah. It, it, it's something else. If you ever, you know, hate yourself, you can go look it up. <laughs> but it's, it's...
2: I have not had the pleasure of sitting in the group as that was read out loud, but I, I have read it. It's damn.
0: I, I think Jannick was in a group where they sat around on the last day of dust and, and uh, listened to people do a public reading of Hinox then... gay fanfiction. It was, I, I decided to pass on that one. <laughs> I My was sad we
1: didn't like a recording of it to put on our, our channel.
0: Uh, yeah, do you really want that on our website
1: we have an explicit tag on our feed it's fine
0: oh good lord okay yeah i'm not i'm not putting high Knox fan fiction audible on, on the website
1: <laughs> uh,
0: all right guys um was there any, anything else you guys want to touch on before the end of the show here aside from the the one other things i'll ask.
2: i went outside that was cool Outside, were you playing Pokemon Go when you went outside? I was not. No, I was actually uh, in my absence last week. I went to Montana, so uh, with a group of guys from uh, from my church, and we eventually went hiking at 8,600 feet above sea level in rain jackets and jeans, and it snowed three inches. We were not prepared, so that was fun. Ooh. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun.
0: I hear the people there are very nice, though. Oh my God, dude, the people there
2: are so freaking nice. It's because they're close to Canada. It does shock you, because I was out there two weeks ago, and I was like, you guys are actually normal. Yeah. Seven hours away from Canada, we'll do something to you, man. (laughs) Well, that's because... Bait is
0: from Florida, which is the cesspool yeah. of the United States. And yeah. Livy and I are from Arizona, which is the other cesspool of the United States. It's just <laughs> on the other side of the country. Um, so when you go somewhere where people are actually nice, it's very, very shocking to not hate the people around you. So, it, you know, I, I can imagine I might have to go up north at some point because I'm – I was born in Florida, but I lived in Minnesota for a very long time, so and, and they're they're also very nice. I think it's just – like you said, if you're near Canada, they're just – they're really chill.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and uh, then I moved down here, and well, I love the weather, it's, you know – The people are less than desirable in a lot of cases.
2: I can't say that about all the northern states I've been to, though. I've been up in uh, New Jersey and uh, New York for a little bit, and uh, that was not fun. Whoa, what? What
0: Libby's doing like some (laughs) auto tune shit over there. I, uh, I'm over <laughs> her apartment right now recording and she she's flailing her arms around frantically as, it's, as her microphone is spassing out. <laughs> the new biomass uh, EDM signal. i have to get uh Saberwing on here. He can tell, tell us what he thinks. <laughs> yeah. His music is a bit better, I'm afraid. <laughs> uh okay. But yeah, um yeah.
2: Uh, have you been playing Pokemon Go uh bait? I know you're you're hyped for it. Uh, yeah, um, I have actually. I've been playing it in, uh, in in my city. It, it came out while I was away. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't have service up in Montana. During the gotcha. There's nothing out there. Well, it's there gorgeous, though. Don't like, you don't want to... God, dude, it is so gorgeous. Yeah. Dude, don't, don't, don't,
0: don't play Pokemon Go. If you're in a gorgeous area. Yeah.
1: I feel there like we're now, again. On, we're now on like a 56k modem, I think. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, so in 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 um in lieu of you know Nintendo's old system, kind we're actually going back to the old dial-up tone <laughs> when we're <laughs> uploading the, the 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 podcast here. <laughs> She's like throwing her hands up in confusion because <laughs> she tries to talk, it just goes to shit. So I think I think Luffy might be out for the count. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Zell, do you wanna do you wanna give people a? a, a I'm a trying quick, not
1: uh, to like screw over my team again in this boss fight. Can we, like, extend the show, like, five oh, mm-hmm. more minutes? Well, what what are you playing? What do you think? Uh,
0: wow. World of Warcraft? Yeah. I, I guess I could... Well, while you're talking about where you're playing World of Warcraft, I can talk briefly about uh, the new update for Final Fantasy XIV that probably none of our listeners actually play, but... Uh, it's kind of cool. They've got uh, version update 3.35 coming out um, where they're adding a, a system called Deep Dungeon where it's basically uh, you go down 1 through 50 floors and it's it's random every time. It's procedurally generated so you are kind of on this grid and you kind of have to discover each room kind of like Dungeons & Dragons style. But it's kind of neat because your character starts off at level 1 when you enter um, and then you level up very quickly as you go through the levels and work your way down to the bottom floor. Uh, and then there's special rewards for doing it, and whatnot. Uh, but uh, it's pretty cool because uh, it's a nice way where you can get some experience if your character's not maxed out. Um, but if you are like a maxed out character and your friend comes in and starts playing, they only have to play to like level 17 out of 70. Um, and they get access to this deep dungeon. And since you all start at level 1 when you go in, it doesn't really matter what level you are on the outside of the dungeon, because you're all the same on the inside. So you can go in, and you can kind of do a new experience. It's different every time you go through it. Um, and it lets kind of old players play with new players, which is, is pretty good, because you know, if you've played MMOs, a big issue that they ultimately face um, as they go through go through subsequent updates is that The amount of content between starting and getting to the end game content, where your friends are probably playing, gets really, really long. Like it's it's absurdly long. Where you're going to spend, you know, sometimes a couple months just trying to get through the content so you can play with your friends um, with the new stuff. And so this is this is kind of a way where you can have an experience where your, your, your your the new players the old players can play together and and they can both benefit from it greatly because the rewards are scaled to the person's current level when they, they get the rewards. So if you're a new player, you still get like a, ni- a really nice weapon or at the end or whatever, but if you're an old player, you can still benefit from it, it's still worthwhile. Um, which is really nice, and it's also a good place to try out new classes, because in Final Fantasy XIV, you can change your class. Um, you aren't locked to a particular one, so if you want to try something new, like a tech romancer which livy's trying to play right now (laughs) i'm kidding um it it gives the opportunity to kind of try it out in a setting that's you know from the ground up and you can learn something new uh without necessarily disrupting normal dungeons where other people are probably trying to play you know as quickly as possible where this one is you kind of have to take your time with it because it's a bit more challenging um in how it's set up it's a, a, a lot different experience so uh, I think it's coming out on the 19th, and that's for Final Fantasy XIV. I think if you... There's a free trial that's available. Um, if you want to hit me up on Twitter, I can give you information, and I, I get a benefit from it, but I don't have the information offhand. But uh, I think you can play up to like level like 30 or something um, on a free trial and give it a shot. Really good game. Um, just hit me up on, at Pokydraven on Twitter if you want information on that uh so yeah it's it's i'm looking forward to that next update it's it's a really good game they they update it really really strong update content patches um and then you know every like year or two they have a big expansion you can pay for for like 40 bucks and that's a, a whole new story like the the uh the heaven's ward expansion that came out a couple years ago um or probably a year, a year ago or so it was basically the same length as the original game so it's basically doubling the content um with each expansion so it's, it's definitely worth it and uh i think it's 15 a month but like i said they they really good update there's more content than you could possibly ever want to play um like it's absurd the amount of stuff you can do for people who actually manage to do everything there's no way they they have a job like it's it's crazy how much you can do it's the only game i've ever sat and complained i have too much to do in this game because there's so much content coming out so you know I, i really enjoy that so zell have you wiped yet
1: we did actually the you know there was just the healers left all the tanks were dead all the dps was dead and Healers just kept healing. I'm like, just stand in the fire and die. Just
0: die. Ooh. Freaking act. <laughs> what what's uh what role do you play in World of Warcraft?
1: I I'm tanking because tanks are OB in this game. They're they're a horribly broken design. They win at everything, they can do group quests solo. There's like basically no reason to play anything but a tank in World of Warcraft. And that's it's been that way for like the last four years of the game, so I, I switched from a druid to a paladin a long time
0: ago. Because paladins are basically tanks and healers at the same time, right? Oh God, I
1: used to I used to when I was leveling my paladin, I was the I, I was tanking, I was the top DPS and the top heals because <laughs> I, I kept myself that's healed retarded. while I tanked and I did most of the damage too. It was so stupid. Um, that's how broken tanking can be in this game.
0: Cool, cool. So do you uh, you want to talk about uh, what's going yeah, on? Yeah,
1: yeah. So. Um, we're, we're trying this thing where we talk about things that uh, and recommend that you click on a link that uh, gets us money if you buy it. Um, it's also known as advertising. Um, and uh, so uh, the thing was that uh, we have this link on our website now. Um, it says Get Loot Crate. It's up on the top bar. Um, and uh, so if you don't know what, a, what Loot Crate is, it's a really affordable service. I think it's like $20 a month for their, their kind of basic crate.
0: They have different um, ones, too. There's like a $6 yeah, one, there's, which is there's like-
1: a There's a bunch of them, and, like, if I was to get a crate, I would get, like, the Firefly crate, because, um, I'm, I'm a brown coat at heart. Um, first and foremost, above anything else. Um, but, uh, so they have a couple different theme crates, if there, I think there's one specifically for gamers, or specifically for anime people, or whatever. What do you call an anime person, anyways? I don't even know. Otaku, typically. Okay, all right. See, I don't know these things. Anyways, um... Basically, you get a crate and they send you, um, I, I assume it's like what they get cheap overstock stuff or something, but they, they give you like a big pile of stuff. You get random nerd stuff in your mailbox every, every, every month. Um, and, uh, so like they'll, they usually have a theme, so they'll do like a, you know, they've done like a Star Trek month and, and they'll, They'll do, um, the last one was like something, something about visions of the future. They had like a Star Trek item and a few other different things. Um, there's usually one like really big item and a bunch of little small ones. Um, and uh, I, I literally, I know nobody who gets it who doesn't love it. Because like everybody unboxes the things and posts pictures of what they got on, on social media and stuff like that. And I see it on, uh, I use Google Plus, but I'm sure people talk about it on Facebook or two. Yeah, in...
0: in... Bear in mind that it's not just necessarily, like, you know, uh, figurines and stuff. Like, I think the $6 one, like, they send, like, uh, it, it's, like, small clothing items. I mean, like, like socks and, you know, ties and stuff like that. Um, and there's, there's it's evolved a lot since I first heard about it. I always thought it was just the $20 one. That was it. But there's, like, 15 different packages now um, of stuff you can try out. And, and like Zell said, there's a link on the website. You can, uh, you can click and you get a discount. I think it's, what, 10%?
1: Uh yeah, there's a ten percent discount if you so if you go if through, you us.
0: Go through mm-hmm, and you know, we get a kickback, which is nice because, uh, unfortunately, when you host a podcast with no ads on your website, uh, we just you end eat, up paying for it. You end up paying. <laughs> we for just get it, yeah. it. it. So just, so, <laughs> just costs <laughs> us money. Yeah, so Zozel has you know the hosting cost of all the downloads. Um, I, I bought a lot of the software, um, for uh, for the streaming, so that that always is good to help. It's something I I would like to do. Um. Is kind of like an unboxing, like you know, get the gaming package and have a little, a little talk about it on the podcast, and, and maybe a little video or something like that, and and that would be good. Um, I don't know if we'll, we'll check my finances, but uh, it would be kind of fun if we could afford to do that and and do giveaways and stuff. You know, it's that kind of stuff. You know, I we we would like to kind of move move the game up a little bit and. And kind of do some more stuff for you for you guys and more content and whatnot. And, and this obviously helps. But at the end um, of the day, we're really
1: not trying to make money. This is just you know. For
0: fun. Yeah, it it would basically be covering just costs. If if anything, it would go you know back to you guys in the forms of giveaways and stuff like that. It's you know I I have no I have no intention of becoming a famous you know YouTuber slash podcaster who lives off of this stuff. We we do it just for fun, um, and and that's how it's always going to be. And, and I don't like banner ads, so we're not going to do that crap on the web. So it, it would be. It's, it would it's be, just
1: like a three-word link. It's it's. Yes. you'll you'll literally miss crate. it if you're not looking for it. It's really yeah. pretty. I'm looking at it right now.
0: But if you do, Isn't sign our
1: out, is, is, is our website stylish? Our website is sexy,
2: dude. I love
0: it. If you do have loot crate, um, or if you sign up for loot crate through us, be sure to let us know. We we'd be happy to to post it up and uh, you'll know, be curious and see what you get each month. It is kind of fun to have the viewers actually interact and and we can probably post stuff on the blog and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, it's something I'd like to get into. I, I, I got to look at it, it some more. I mean, we've been kind of jumping around and, and trying to figure it all out with, with them to see how it all works, but we're, we're, we're good to move forward. So I'm, I'm going to kind of explore options as well and, and we'll see what kind of additional content we can bring you guys. So, Uh, If you are interested, be sure to use our link um, because you get the discount, and it helps us uh, keep things moving because, unfortunately, this stuff is not free. So uh, is there anything else you guys want to touch on before
1: we go into shout-outs here? I just – you know, I'm a little worried about living here because that's kind of like – it sounds like – I don't – like when there's like a short in an electrical system, it sounds kind of like that. And, you know, you can die from that sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, I'm keeping my eye on her in case she gets blown across the room or something. We'll we'll know <laughs> she's okay, but we'll probably have to dismantle her uh, her audio system and, and make sure everything's okay. Uh, you know, I, I I have some new equipment coming in too that I have to uh, get set up. Unfortunately, it was arriving. Uh, Tomorrow, so I was hoping it would be ready for the podcast, but we had to move it up till today on Saturday. So next week, I get to try out my new microphone, and we'll see if it's uh, at all an improvement. It makes my voice any less obnoxious and or nasally. Uh, probably not. But uh, So, yeah, shout-outs. Uh, do you want to talk, uh, give a shout-out to Zell?
1: I just gave a shout-out. It's to Loot Crate. Just
0: Loot crates. To Luke to Luke crates, crate's are cool. Oh, that, that is such a Get a, a Loot Crate. Click on link, get a Loot Crate. It's that simple. Crates.
2: There's my shout-out. <laughs> Fine, all right, Bate, what's up, man? Shoutouts? uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout out to uh the people who hosted us in in uh in Montana. um you're never gonna hear this, but uh it was still really nice to to stay with you and uh eat your food, so that was cool um what else? I guess that's it. out to Pokemon go much fun
1: grind up those pokemon manches. Just- no, no,
2: keep them. <laughs> um, Livy, can
0: can you speak or is your is your mic your mic shot? Okay. Um. So for me, shout outs. Hmm. Aside from the the Professor Oak uh, Pokemon Processing Plant, which is awesome,
1: I think it's Professor Willow technically
0: Professor Willow, I'm sorry. He, In he this game, look, yeah, he looks very cool. I'll have to say their character design is pretty badass on him. But uh, hmm, shout outs. Yeah, Luke Crate. <laughs> we got Pokemon Go. Um. I, I guess we'll, I guess we'll get a shout out to. The people who have had the misfortune of finding dead bodies, um, you're helping solve crimes by playing Pokemon Go and unfortunately coming across corpses. It's a lame shot, I'm sorry, but you know, it's a, a shout out to everyone that is bringing these hilarious stories. And it, well, not finding dead bodies isn't hilarious, but finding interesting stories, um, through Pokemon Go. Uh, a shout out to you guys, so uh, yeah, I think that's that's about it. So, I want to thank everyone for coming in and uh, listening to the podcast, either through streaming or through our recording on iTunes. Um, one of these days I'll get ambitious enough and upload the rest of the episodes to YouTube um, and then ultimately fall. Yeah, someday. But, someday. <laughs> Zell gets these updates. Like his, his Google plus probably explodes with like 50 video updates because I upload like, you know, a big stack of uh, biomass episodes to YouTube all at once. And then I, I stopped doing it for like six months, but uh, you know, like I said, if you listen, you know, thanks, guys. We, we do appreciate it. Um, hit us up on our website. You can comment on the blog. Make sure you read the blog. It's actually pretty good. Um, at least I like to think so. Uh, you can hit me up on uh, at Pokey Draven on Twitter. Uh, OCD Trekkie is Zell. And I think you uh, – what's your, what's your Twitter
2: again, Bait? Uh, it's at BryceG underscore 71. There, there, you, there go. you go.
0: And if you're interested in being on the show, you can email uh, either pokey at biomass.net or Z- or at biomass.net. And, uh, just Soraya. You know, at biomass. Just Soraya.
1: Biomass.net. Okay,
0: it's, I'll get it right eventually. Yeah. Um, it's also on the website. Just because I'll probably botch this, check the contact us link on the website if you want to get a hold of us. If you want to be on the show, uh, we are more than happy to help you, to have it bring you on. Um, if you want us to discuss a certain topic, be sure to let us know. We will talk about it. Comment um, on that.
1: Yeah, comments on the blog say, "Hey, what about this or whatever." We we read it, we respond.
0: Yeah, shout out to, to Fox Guyden who actually uh, was commenting on last week's podcast as we were doing it through the stream. It was pretty cool to see his comments pop up on there. So that was Fox fun has to... been
1: like our our like most prolific commenter.
0: Yeah, Fox is basically the the mascot of biomass if we had one because um, he 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 does listen in demand updates. Um, gets very cranky if Zell takes too long to upload. So. Uh, I guess I'll give a shout out to him as well because he is is always fun to talk to and a pretty cool dude. So, uh, yep. With that being said, I want to thank everyone for listening and uh, hope you all have a good and uh, safe night. Good night.